0: Hello, Mama! Oh, man, am I excited to be with you today for so many different reasons. Uh, First of all, the topic that we're diving into today, I didn't realize just how much passion I have about it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is going to be at least two episodes, maybe three. Sometimes I kind of see how, as I go along, how... How long it takes me to share about different things and how Holy Spirit leads, but just looking at the amount of notes that I have about this, it's gonna it's gonna be a minute. We I feel like we could do a whole series on it, but maybe maybe we'll do that in the future. Um, but I am excited to just lean in with you today and talk about the lie that I think so many of us can easily fall into—that it's our husband's fault um, that we are struggling. It's our husband's fault that we don't have enough support. It's our husband's fault you name it, right? Um, I think it's so easy in the middle of parenthood, especially with littles, um, but in any season of motherhood, to just look at our husbands and think, oh, they're the problem. And we're going to go into all kinds of reasons this might be a moment you fall into. And I think some of us, you know, we, we... we, we might be as specific as saying, yeah, he is the problem. But I think a lot of us, probably even more of us, um, just have that kind of mentality in the back of our head. And it comes out in different ways. And so maybe you wouldn't be so specific to say, oh yeah, it's my it's my husband's fault. But I want you to lean in, even if you don't think that's you, and just explore if there's any, any thoughts that don't align with God's word. Any thoughts um, that maybe you're thinking in the background that it's his fault that this is um, why things are so hard um, or that he doesn't give enough support or whatever that is. And so just wherever you're at, in that that spectrum, um, lean in and see what God might have to, to share with you today. And I'm I'm excited to go there. Uh, but before we jump in, another reason I am so excited is that the Morning Mama Academy has launched again. Well, it is launching, and it is now called the Healed Mama Academy. I'm so excited. I just kind of wanted to speak that word over you and um, help you step into that identity as a healed mama that you would. Um, get to a place where you can look at your life and say, wow, I'm healed. I'm whole. Now that doesn't mean life is going to be perfect, but it does mean you're going to have a beautiful understanding of uh, the pain from your past, a beautiful understanding and tools um, and progress about stopping these cycles you've fallen into again and again of anger, of anxiety, of depression, of um, you name it, performing any, anything that we cope with. Um, and you're going to have an amazing perspective of your calling and where God's calling you forward. And, and within all of that, just um, renewed health in your relationships, healing in your relationships. So all that to say, I'm so excited. Okay, if you haven't heard the details, it is launching April 17th. So um, by the time this airs, it's just like a couple weeks away. So make sure you're jumping on it. We already have signups rolling in, so make sure you do not miss out by losing your spot. If you don't know about the Healed Mama Academy, it's a similar format to the Morning Mama Academy. If you've heard me talk about that, I've made a few changes this time. One of those big changes is that it is now a 16 week program. Um, one of the the things, the feedback I got from previous rounds of the academy is that it just wasn't enough time. There was so much content and it was all so good, but it was so hard to implement all of that in that amount of time and really like take it to heart, really apply it. And so I wanted to create a little bit more space for that. Um, I kind of went through and got rid of some content that I feel like wasn't as helpful. I've added some content to help you really get your rhythms uh, rocking, you know, I used to use kind of a different method to to teach that to you, but now I really want to focus on helping you slowly build those healthy rhythms in your life so that you can maintain them throughout these 16 weeks. And so I've used kind of some of the tools I've learned from the book Atomic Habits to kind of help you walk that out, because that's one of the most fundamental things that we're going to do that's going to be the most life-changing is getting some healthy rhythms in your life. So that's kind of where we begin. And I've added some really cool things like habit trackers and just talking about how we can how we can develop these habits in our life that are going to give us that foundation to change. And then we also in those first weeks are going to talk about our relationship with God and uh, making sure we have all of the kind of foundational elements there. How do we knowing how to read our Bible, knowing how to hear from him, how to talk to him, what does all that look like? And then also healing our relationship with him because you know, along the way with, um, you know, maybe people that have hurt us, churches that have hurt us, um, a misunderstanding of how God has answered a prayer. We can have wounds in our relationship with God. And if we don't heal that, that is going to impact every single part of our life because God is our source of everything. And so we're going to begin by doing that. And then we're going to dive into another core part. There's, I, I could talk on and on about it, and I did. If you, if you want to go get all the details, um, I, I did a whole episode, like two episodes long on it. Uh, I think it's in between episodes... 173 and 174. It just says Healed Mama Academy, yada yada yada. <laughs> so you can go. There's like I think 50 minutes worth of me talking about this. So if you want to know more details, go there. You can also check it out on the um, page that I have for it that describes it a little more in depth. You can find that at MorningMamaAcademy.GR8.Com. That's MorningMamaAcademy.GR8.Com. Sometimes you have to type in the little like HTTPS dot, dot slash slash morningmamaacademy.gra.com. Anyways, it's also linked in the show notes. I've put a link in the Facebook group. If you can't find any of those, please email me at support at morningmama.co. You can also just email it email me any questions. But you know, from there we go into restoration theory. And if you haven't heard me talk about this, this is a life changing theory that I used to use as a therapist. I now use it as a coach. Um, It just helps you understand every one of your relationships and helps you heal them. It literally helps you rewire your brain so that you begin to um, see things differently. Uh, these old lies that you have believed that have defined so much of your life and have led you into these dysfunctional cycles, you learn how to stop those. Um, And you have very tactical, tangible steps to overcome that. And then it's just going to help you. We're going to dive into every one of your relationships and you're going to apply restoration theory to them so that you can learn to find healing in that and get out of that dysfunction that is there. I'm excited about all of this. And then finally, we go into your calling and what God has for you to do in this world. I really strongly believe that that healing doesn't happen until we step into using that healing for others. Um you know, we can we can look inward and we need to and we need to heal some things and dig up some things and and replant some things, but but that full healing isn't really happening until you're using that for someone else and so that's why we end our our time together with that is because I believe that that's another stage of your healing and so we dive into questions about what are you meant to do? How did God design you? And then we help you craft a plan so that you can have uh, just clear action steps, and um, looking through the all the stuff we went through in the academy, the relationships and the calling and all of it, and you have clear action steps for what you need to do next. And so my hope is that this will be like more like a year-long process because you're going to map it out for the whole year. And I'm trying to figure out how to do um, kind of like quarterly check-ins with you. I don't have that mapped out yet, so that'll be like a bonus. But I would love to figure out how to how to do that because I want you to have a whole year's worth. To, to really propel you into the life that God created you for. So this academy is for anyone that is just feeling stuck. If you feel like you don't know how to move forward in your relationships, uh, relationship with God and your marriage and your parenting, if you don't know how to move forward from anxiety and depression and you just need to make some traction, you've tried so many things and none of them have worked and you're ready to get some movement. Or maybe you're the type that has shoved down all the things that you've uh, walked through, all the pain you've walked through, you've shoved it down for years and years and there's layers of hurt and confusion and pain inside of you that you haven't explored, then and let's take some time and explore it. Um, this absolutely is an investment both in time and money, but you are worth it. I promise you that your relationships, first of all, your life will be better because of it. But also, cuz I know you that struggle to invest in yourself. So you think, well, I should use this time and money on my kids. I should use this time and money for our house. I should use this time and money for XYZ, right? But but you investing in yourself will transform your family more than putting money anywhere else good Because when you transform yourself as a mother, as a wife, as a child of God, as a daughter, as a friend, that transforms every single one of your relationships. And you're um, just from, you know, testimonies of people that have walked through the academy. They say like, my husband has noticed a change in me. My kids have been asking like, what's going on? How, co- how come things are different? So there will be tangible difference coming out of you from this. Now, your life won't be perfect. I'm not here to try and sell you on this or lie to you. Like, life is going to be full of moments of pain. It's going to be full of challenges. Uh, You're going to have to continue to fight for your healing and for um, this transformation. But... I'm going to give you all of the tools you need to walk that healing out, to know what to do in different scenarios, to know how to stop those cycles of anger, to know how to understand why your marriage keeps ending in the same um, point at every conversation, every turn. Uh, So I hope that you get excited about the possibilities. I believe that God has brought me to this place for this specific purpose. And you are here also for a purpose. You're here listening to me because God is calling you to something and I hope for many of you that's the Academy. If you're feeling like that pounding in your heart and you're like, Oh gosh, I want to do this, but I don't know, then God's probably calling you. You know, I don't want anyone to join that that God's not calling. But I my prayer is that if you if he's calling, then you would just remove all excuses and just jump in. And it's just funny to look at how I even got here. You know, I just look back at my childhood and there's different moments that um you know, I could see have pointed to this very moment, this very purpose of leading you through this healing journey. And I just, I get so excited about it because I've seen the transformation. I've seen God work and I just believe so much in the content that I'm sharing with you. And uh, we also have um, coaching, group coaching every other week and hearing about other people's experience is so life-changing. I could go on and on but I'm going to stop myself because we got to get to our content today. Otherwise we're going to have like eight episodes on this, this topic because it's, so I'm so passionate about it, but go check it out. If you feel like maybe this is for you, go listen to the episode where I unpack it fully. Go look at uh, the page where you can get all the details, uh, email me questions, like whatever you need. I'm here. I, I, I want to remove all excuses so that you can jump into what God is calling you to. So, Let me just end real quick by reading one review to you just to, again, I want you to throw all excuses aside. So this is from a graduate from last year. Um, Her name is Carol. And she said, my life has completely changed for the better because of taking Morning Mama Academy. Brittany has such a gift. She brought hope and healing to my life through this course. I have struggled with anxiety and depression for most of my life and have tried everything to heal the root of the problem but all my methods fell short. When I found the Morning Mama podcast, I was overwhelmed with motherhood and had postpartum depression. I binged all her episodes, and when I heard about the course, I felt God calling me to take it. I didn't know how I could become the person I wanted to be, and I was stuck in a cycle, feeling and believing the lies that I was inadequate, unworthy, and alone. I now know the truth of who God says I am and and who he wants me to be, the healing and restoration that this brought to myself has had positive benefits in all of my other relationships. Because I know these truths, I know I can be the mother, wife, and business owner I want to be. My husband has even said that my personal awareness and emotional intelligence has increased meaningfully, and he was so impressed with the content. Thank you for creating such a beautiful, life-changing experience, Brittany. Oh, man, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. It gets me fired up. So make sure you come and check it out at morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. You can find the Facebook group by searching in Facebook for Morning Mama Collective. I can't wait to see you over there. Get your applications in. The spots will fill up, and so make sure you do not delay. I can't wait to see you there. But okay, I've rambled enough for today on that On that, there's more rambling to come, (laughs) but we're going to jump into today's episode and I'm so excited. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. All right, Mama, I'm so excited to jump into this topic today, and I think One of the reasons I'm so passionate about this is because I have so struggled with this for most of my marriage, um, probably all of it. (laughs) And I have slowly, God has been revealing truth and giving me freedom from this. Uh, Not to say that I am at all out of it. I will share a very recent example with you today, but I share all of that because I want you to be able to lean in and um, kind of just be a little vulnerable shove aside, you know, your defenses that want to tell you to, oh, no, this is not true for you, or, you know, this only applies to other mamas, or no, you you can't, you don't want to receive this or hear this, and um, I think with this topic, it can be so easy to do this um, for so many reasons, because of what culture says, because of how hard motherhood can be, um, and we just don't want to see things this way. Um, I think just even because of, like, the the weapons that the enemy has formed against marriages and that he's just in an all-out attack on marriages. And so I think there's so many factors that make this conversation difficult. And so my encouragement to you is just to lean in, throw aside any you know thoughts you already have on this topic or, or thinking it doesn't apply to you and just ask God to show you if there's any any seed of this in you, any bit of this that he wants to remove from you. And just know I have walked this journey. I'm still walking this journey. And so you are far from alone. But you know, we're talking today about this lie that so many of us can fall into that. The reason we're stressed, the reason that we don't have enough time, the reason that life is so hard, the reason that our kids are a certain way, you name it. It's our husband's fault. And, you know, I think I was kind of saying in the intro that maybe you wouldn't be so clear on that. You wouldn't say, oh yeah, that's his fault. But there's these little seeds, these little thoughts in your mind that you sometimes fall into, or it's this running dialogue in the back of your head that you don't often acknowledge. And so for either side of you, I want you just to lean in and, and be ready for what God wants to do to change you. Okay, so I bet even if you wouldn't say this so clearly, you have even for a moment believed one of these things. So it kind of can sound like this in your mind. Um, I know for me this attitude has been something I've been fighting so many times. Um, And even with the fight, like even now that I have more awareness I still often land in the same place. So here's what it might sound like. Uh, it's his fault that I feel this way, enter whatever. It's his fault that I feel tired. It's his fault that I feel overwhelmed. It's his fault that things are falling apart around here. Um, if he only did more of blank, right? If he only helped with the kids more, if he only helped with the kitchen more, if you he only helped with laundry more, if you he only helped with X, Y, Z more, right? Um, it's so unfair how he blank while I blank. It's so unfair that he sits down while I'm running around in the kitchen. It's so unfair that he goes off to work without the kids while I'm here stuck with them. It's so unfair how right you enter yours. Um, I do so much and what does he do? I am getting up all night long and he doesn't have to wake up at all, right? He has no idea how I'm feeling, Um, yeah, I hope in some of those, well, I don't hope, but I, I imagine for most of us in, in some of those, you might find yourself that you've had those thoughts. You've had those moments of, of dealing with that. And I know this is challenging. Now I'm not trying to tell you that your husband is perfect that's, that's probably not true. I know there's a few of you that probably have amazing husbands and you're like, actually, I'm the one that is struggling. But if you're honest with yourself, I, I imagine even you would have moments where you feel this way because it's human nature. It's human nature to think about ourselves and to apply blame and to just think that we are doing more and things are not fair and to compare. And so, you know, I know that our husbands are not perfect. I'm not saying your husband is just the best husband that has ever been. I'm not even saying that he helps enough. Like there might be some reality where it maybe is unfair in some ways. There might be some reality where he's not picking up his end of the bargain, right? But also he might. Okay. We're talking about both sides here. It doesn't matter where your husband falls on that spectrum. And in reality, you probably don't fully know where he falls on that spectrum because that's a per, a, your personal perspective on it, which is skewed. And we're gonna, we're going to dive into all of that. But here's the thing. It does not matter where he falls on that because your job remains the same. And focusing on him, blaming him, is not going to help you. And we're going to talk about what your job is as a wife and, and what that looks like. Um, but I <laughs> first wanted to say, it's kind of like this. It's something I've been telling my kids lately. I've been asking them this question. And I was so proud of my four-year-old that he got this right. I said, okay, buddy, I have a question for you. It was the first time I'd ever done this. And I said, okay, there's one thing that can determine if you have a good day or not. Just one thing. I said, I think you can figure this out. It's one thing. And so I left him alone for a minute, and went into the kitchen, did something, and came back. And I was like, okay, have you thought about it? And he was like, okay, is it ourselves? And I was like, yes, buddy, good job. (laughs) So proud of him for figuring that out. And so mama, the same is true for you. There is one person that decides if you have a good day or not, and it is not your husband. (laughs) It is you and only you. And I know that is so challenging. And we're gonna dive into it. And I have just some thoughts for you. Probably in this first episode, we're going to focus kind of on culture and and trying to unpack where some of these lies came from. And then I'm going to give you some practicals in the next episode and kind of unpack like what you can do from here besides changing your mindset and how, how you can really work on this and how you can work on changing that mindset. So this is hard work. Here is... The beauty of what I teach in restoration theory is that it helps you get to this place where you can be okay no matter what the other person is doing. And so even if, say, your husband is on that side of the spectrum where he's really not pulling his weight you can still be okay and you can still stop blaming him and so if you are struggling with this and know i just went into the a whole spiel about the academy for a long time but that might be the place for you so that you can reframe how you see him how you see your marriage how you see your life really and and get out of that blame because blame never ever helps you it only hurts you it's a destructive coping behavior that is just going to lead you to more pain and more destruction even though it feels like it's profitable at times but it's not so yeah, jump into that if you're struggling. But here here's kind of like some of the things that our culture says and I don't know if you've heard these sounds as you've, you know, been on social media and even in the news and books and wherever. There's here's some of the sounds that our culture is saying about men, saying that men are weak, men don't help enough, men don't understand, men are the source of all the problems. And it actually does go this far to say that. there, uh, uh, There's an article my pastor quoted recently where it literally said, like, men are the problem. Uh, and I, I can't remember what article it was, and he unpacked it further. But ultimately, like, culture does go that far to say that men are the problem. And sometimes it doesn't say it as directly as that, but even more often it infers it through different ways that it speaks about men. And so whether you, you know, hold... Maybe some of you are, again, there's so many spectrums happening. Maybe some of you are on the spectrum where you're like, yeah, men are the problem. I'm a feminist and men need to get out of the way. Men need to change men, blah, 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 blah. And I'm speaking to you and I'm speaking to those of you that, you know, think that No, none of those things are true. But even for you, I believe that this, because it's so in our culture, because we're swimming in it all the time, whenever we listen to the news or, again, books, all those things I talked about, we're intaking some of this. And so if we ingest this without being aware of it, some of it is gonna seep into our ideology. Unless we're intentionally taking captive that thought and throwing it, uh, holding it against God's word and throwing it out or replacing it with the truth as needed. And I think a lot of us have missed that step because we weren't really aware. It it was like a slow drip, right? A slow trickle how we got to this place in our culture where men became the problem. And let me tell you, just first off, just theologically, like men are not the problem. The government's not the problem. Sickness is not the problem women are not the problem (laughs) you name it our children are not the problem sin is the problem sin is why our world is broken no other reason no it doesn't mean that other things can't be improved but ultimately like our our world is broken and there is sin in it and that is where all the problems stem from and so anytime our our world tries to understand what a problem is they often choose who to blame right like okay it's the government it's this. It's this president. No, it's this president, right? Like, But none of that is helpful because ultimately the the problem is sin and the world is broken. Okay. So you have let this seep into your mindset at some level. And so today we're going to try and pull that out. We're going to Uh, help you recognize where that ideology has slipped into how you see your husband, into how you think. We're going to hold it against God's word, the truth, and we're going to throw that lie out and replace it with his truth. So first of all, I wanted to start with a story because I know this is some heavy lifting, some hard work that we have to do, and I have a very all too recent example to share with you about how I let this ideology slip into uh, being a wife. So, you know, just a couple weeks ago when I'm sharing this, uh, my husband got a vasectomy and <laughs> even leading up to it, I was already cranky about it. He came home and told me like after the procedure, he would have to sit on the couch for two days. And immediately I'm like, is your doctor a man? Cause you know, I don't think you really need to do that. Like really two days, like after, after I gave birth to my children, like I didn't sit on the couch for two days, really I did the opposite, right? You're up in the middle of the night, all night long, trying to take care of these babies. You're lifting them. Like you're, you're doing all the things after you just, you know, had, uh, gave birth. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm comparing, right? I'm saying, well, this experience, why do you get to sit on the couch when I didn't get to sit on the couch, right? First of all, and obviously there's so many flaws in how I was thinking about this. They're different things, but you know there there was so much of that ideology of the world slipping in. Like I was like, oh, I think you need to go to a woman doctor. Like she would she would probably tell you like it is. You don't really need to sit and just soak it up. And it was kind of scary how fast I jumped to that conclusion. That that what the doctor was saying wasn't necessary. That it was overkill. That it was this agenda that uh, men have against women and. <laughs> It is crazy how fast my mind went there. I I don't know if I've heard someone talk about it before or if it's just this mentality that is so present in our world that I have um, unintentionally taken into my mind. And so I went in with that mindset. I tried to kind of like reshape it. I was like, okay, no, like... You know, we kind of got in an argument about it, because also because the doctor had said one thing, and then the paper he brought home said a different thing, and they were slightly different, and so I was like, well, the paper only says this, but then the doctor said, so anyways, all that to say, at the end, I was like, okay, I want to support you whatever you feel you need to do to, to take care of your body. Like, I am going to help you with that. I'm gonna support that. And so I tried to like reframe my mindset, but I, I could feel that it was still a little bit in me and I hadn't worked all the way through it. And that was very evident when he came home from his procedure. <laughs> and my stinky attitude was still very present as he's in pain and needing to sit and needing to rest. And I am just being rude to him. And I am not trying to take care of him, or if I am, I am doing it very passive-aggressively. I just had a terrible attitude about it and you know i really struggled with this and so like i in the middle of all of this i reached out to my connect group and this is just another reason i'm never going to miss an opportunity to say this that you need to be in community you need to have the people that you can call on when you need prayer you need to have those girls in your life and so i i texted my small group and i was like guys please pray for my attitude i am not being the wife that God has called me to be i am really struggling with this Please help pray that I would change my attitude around. And let me tell you, like, I, I, so quickly after I sent that text, I was able to turn it around. Um, for one, just having that accountability of sharing that with them. Uh, they also encouraged me by either saying like, hey, this is how you can think about it differently. And they encouraged me by saying, hey, I struggle with this too. And, you know, it, it, it just turned things around so quickly where I was able to actually start serving him and saying, hey, babe, you should not get off this couch. Like, why are you moving so much? You need to rest, right? And actually being that caretaker, being that loving wife that I'm created to be. And so I I got to a much better space. But then the next morning, (laughs) it happened again. He was like slow to get out of bed and uh, long story. But all that to say, I went back into that stinky attitude and started having struggle with that. And it just was so hard to get that mindset out of my head, that it wasn't in my mind fair that he got to sit around and that I, when's the last time I got to sit around? You know, even when I'm sick, I have to take care of the children, right? Like there's so many of these mindsets present. And I bet even as you're listening, you're like, uh, yeah, it's not fair that we have to take care of kids when we're sick. Okay. But we're going to, we're going to, we're going to unpack that a little bit. Okay. Okay because that is not a biblical perspective that is the sound of culture and that was so much what was in my head that's why i kept going back to that place i had these beliefs that i didn't even realize fully were there that men should do this that men don't do enough that men are weak men are lazy men are the problem and those played out as i tried to walk with my husband through this situation and so we're we're gonna wrap up here today, and we're gonna have a couple more episodes on this because I just think it's such an important topic for so many of us to dive into. Because even as I shared my experience with the group, so many of you know my connect group, like I was sh- saying, so many of them were like, "Yeah, I would struggle with the same thing," or "Yeah, I, I have those same thoughts." And so I know I am not alone in this, and we have got to work on it, wives. We've got to get our mindsets aligned with God's word. And so I'm excited to, to help walk with you through that. And I hope that my example of my ultimate failure has, um, yeah, just prepares your heart for what God wants to speak to you. Because again, I know it's a challenging topic and, you know, after these moments with my husband, I just like really lamented. I really, was so sad. You know, I knew I was forgiven. I knew my husband forgave me. I apologized many times throughout many points in this journey and, um, asked for forgiveness from him and from God. But I I just lamented, like I had this opportunity to serve him and I missed it. And, And that's the mindset we need to get to. And I know that that's like the complete opposite side of where we often begin. Um, when we are thinking through this lens of what culture is saying about men. So, um, yeah, let me pray for you and then just get excited for future episodes so we can unpack this a little bit more. God, I thank you for the gift of marriage. God, I thank you for men. God, that they are created by you and made so Good God! Even as I say those words, I can feel this this resistance inside of me, God. And so I just pray, God, over my mind, over every mama listening, every wife listening, God, that you would remove these ideologies from our brain, God. These lies that we've allowed to seep into our marriages, into how we see the world, God. That 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 men are broken, that they're weak, that that they are the problem, God. And I pray you would help us just remove every every seed of that from our minds and our hearts, God, so that we could be the wives that we are created to be, Lord. And so I pray you would give us the courage to do this, God. I know it's it's hard work. Um, and I pray, Lord, that you would give everyone just the faith to believe that um, when we align our lives with your word, it's good. Even when it, it goes against maybe what logically makes sense. Maybe maybe people even have proof of how men are the problem in their life. Um, and so God, even as we, we fight against sometimes logic, God, I pray you would give us the faith to see that when we follow your word, God, it will always bring thriving. So Lord, just um, lead us on this journey. Guide me and um, as I share my words, God, and just help every mama just um, transform her heart so that we could uh, just just become the wives we were created to be, God. That's really what we want. We, we just love you and we thank you for your word, the truth that we can always stand firm on, even when culture is confusing and shouting things at us, God. And I just pray you would give us that perfect clarity. We love you and we praise you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama.